0: Vibrations Podcast, Part 45, Mark Rawson. Hi, I'm Gary Brightman, and this is my periodic podcast called Vibrations. Established in 2018, Vibe is a book and music shop situated in Moiwo on Lantau Island in Hong Kong. So, what's been happening at the shop recently? Major changes have taken place at Vibe in the biggest revamp of the past five years. Over the past six weeks, Stephen Walsh, our in-house store designer, has remodeled the tired old Vibe into a progressive music and bookshop, Vibe version 3.0. You really do need to come and see it to believe it. We've created much more room in the front of shop area now, for music, gigs, talks, and multimedia. The back half of the shop has the book shelving reconfigured, the phone box chill out room and a new larger children's book area, larger kitchen for entertaining and finally there will be a new mirror canto pop holy grail feature. We listen to the feedback of our customers and are adapting accordingly. Our sales focuses are books of all genres including English, Chinese and French languages, double the amount of vinyl, CDs and cassette tapes, hi-fi separates such as record decks, amplifiers, speakers, cassette decks and CD players, gift cards, wrapping paper, t-shirts, caps, sunglasses and Vibe and Tails Animal Rescue merchandise. After six weeks off from events at Vibe, last Saturday was a storming return tiny desk gig featuring Ken Wilkins playing bazookie. He blew the house away with his songs and lyrics. We'll definitely invite Ken back. You can see his performance on our YouTube channel, Live at VibeHK. And we'll also publish it on Facebook at Vibe Silvermine Bay and on Instagram, VibeHK. In two weeks' time, it's Vibe's fifth birthday and we have Valoria playing their brand of the Pixies covers. As well as some surprise guest DJs. The action starts at 2.30 p.m. on Saturday the 20th of May. And finally, Vibe is not just a book and music store. We also produce music, video and audio books. Our music and video can be seen on YouTube at Live at And the first two audio books produced are now available on Audible and 50 other global platforms. The books are The Inner Circle, Wu Xing, Book One by Patrick M. Dransfield and The Green Door by Stefan Gannon. And so, to this week's interview with Mark Rawson. Mark retired from a career in wealth management with a plan to travel, only to time that with the arrival of Covid. The first few years have given him time to reflect and reassess the things he felt were important and reconnect with passions and practice, being open to saying yes. Currently his list is, playing music with a number of bands, The Nagging Egypts, Black Velvet Collective and The 852, creating music, writing, recording and composing, running musical showcases under the banner What The Folk, developing a self-help group for original artists and working to raise awareness of local talent through radio, media and general introductions. Currently planning for a World Music and Dance Festival plus a St. Patrick's Day Festival in 2024. He owns, with his daughter, an Embodied Pilates and Yoga studio. He and his wife foster parenting with Mother's Choice. Drop-in support for a number of disadvantaged communities, mentoring a number of businesses. Assisting on experiential learning camps with students. Helping his wife with her passion to craft the Indonesian batik. Operating a small private kitchen focused on regional Indonesian cuisine and planning a podcast for this. Getting ready for a number of expedition races. And finally, if that's not enough, developing a number of concepts around the project do. Welcome to Vibe, Mark. Good morning Gary. Pleasure to be here. Good and lovely to have you. And so, as we do, we're going to start off with ten questions. Mm. Um, the first question being, "What's your favourite book or author or
1: <laughs> authors?" Yeah, well, we're sitting in a bookshop, so I, should, so I should be able to answer this one, shouldn't I? But uh, the, the, the answer at the end of the day is, I don't have a favourite book, and I don't have a favourite favorite author. But I do read books that um, are sparked by interest, interest from from something that I've that, that that's occurred. Relatively recently, so I'll give you an example on that. That uh, uh, I was back in the UK to visit my mum and dad, who have just moved up to a place called um, Scampton, just outside of Lincoln. Okay. And the local pub there is a pub called the Dambusters. Excellent. Okay. Which is obviously where the Dambuster um, bombers took off from during the war to to take take part in that that raid that was so so important to the war effort. So as a result of that, um, at the moment, the book I'm reading is about the Lancasters. Right. So there's there's a there's a there's a there's a series a gentleman I don't know the gentleman's name but he wrote a, wrote a book about the Spitfire uh, okay. and it was basically recollections of pilots that had flown the Spitfire and ground crew and people okay. involved, involved etc and and he basically captured whilst he still could um, sort of stories from the people involved right uh, at the time. Um, and he's done another one uh, out on the Lancaster. So I okay. so haven't visited um, the, the Dan Buster's pub, met the owner, who's um, the grandson of one of the guys that flew in the the raid. Six three three squadron. Six three three squadron. Yeah. And uh, so so I've bought, I'm reading the Lancaster book at the moment. Brilliant. Um, and that's that's how I that's how I dip in and out of books. I'm not a great. Reader in in the sense of reading all the time. Gets yep. go. I did read quite a lot of um, sword and sorcery, I suppose, with you know yes. Lord of the Rings and things of this nature. But uh, but these days it's more more about sort of dipping into things that have that that, that are. That are happening around us who are your favorite musical artists well you're sitting there with a t-shirt that's uh, one of those um, yes so, uh, so gary's wearing a specials t-shirt uh so yeah. i think we we're roughly the same age and we grew up in the same sort of environment yes. back in the uk so yeah that whole ska movement of the late 70s early 80s was, oh. was really really oh. important to me um and i given out uh actually, actually had the pleasure of uh, attending a couple of the first two-tone tour uh, yes, events, yes, me uh, too, yeah, uh, which were just just amazing, blew us uh, away, didn't they? Uh, absolutely, yeah, just just that blend of uh, punk spirit, but also those yeah. those sort of um, Caribbean rhythms, which yes, just <laughs> yeah, just amazing, just amazing. Um, so so definitely that, yes, that, that, so, yes, so that was, that was so yeah. So I was going to answer this by basically saying a little bit like books, um, I, I tend to dip in mm. and out based on what moves me, yeah. Um, yep. so music, music has to make me feel something and that, that, that could be it can make me feel sad, it can make me feel happy it can make me want to sing, it can make me want to dance but it yep. has to make me want to do something so I like music of any genre that makes you want to do something yeah that's a good, yeah, um, I like that yeah. Yeah. Um, and so you know, there, there are within that pantheon there are sort of artists and there are um, t- certain, certain types of music that are more important to me so ska, yeah. music, ska music is one uh, if I go back in time a little bit pre that, then I suppose one of the most, uh, f- f- my most followed bands was Genesis. Yeah, okay. Uh, pre, um, pre Phil Collins really taking over as a, as a songwriter. Yeah, sort of mid 70s, yeah, early yeah. to mid 70s. With, um, with actually my, my I was, was thinking about this long and hard, the one album that I do go back to on a regular basis um, is Genesis Seconds Out.
0: Okay, yes. So yeah, That, yeah, is, that yeah. is the
1: Gabriel songs in a live environment, um sung by Phil Collins because I quite like Phil Collins as a singer. Yes. But I didn't particularly like him as a as a songwriter. As a jazz, writer, so. yeah, I would agree. Um, yeah. And uh, I love the, uh, the 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 vibe of that album, particularly the last the going back to vinyl now. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> side 4, which is uh, Dance on a Volcano, Los Endos, etc, is just just amazing yeah
0: well albums just flowed didn't they and they were a body of work they were two sides to make a whole um and they they were you know studio built like a biorhythm i think
1: yeah and actually it's it's one of those things that i think um I'm a little disappointed for the generation today that they don't perhaps experience that in the same way. And yes. maybe they, maybe in the, you know, at the end of the day, they they would say they get something better out of music than we do, uh, and that's a fair comment. But it, but when when we were younger, um, you would actually you come across an artist through normally a single or normally a mate that that, that sort of recommended something because yep. it wasn't really there was radio, but it was quite difficult to tune into. Yeah. It was quite difficult to, to capture a particular artist at a particular time because, you know, the, the, it was it was 11 o'clock on a on a on a Thursday night, yeah, uh, on radio X Y Z, and it wasn't repeated. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So so it was quite difficult. But oh, we had it hard. Didn't we, we did. Mark? It, we, did yeah, we had uh, it hard. <laughs> but, but, the, but the result of that is that yeah. basically, when when you bought, so so you'd you'd hear a track, and mm. that would encourage you to go and buy an album. Um, and it was within two two months or whatever of having the album, the the track that took you to the to buy the album was is, is was the least yes. popular. Yes. Because you do you, you suddenly right. understand that that was the accessible part of something that a body works. The leading was lead really, not it was yeah. really quite important. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I, that immersion into the artist. Uh, rather than the pop element of the artist, yes, yeah, um, was was something I, I think was was really,
0: yeah, it was a real experience and it w- it was a real yeah. thing and uh, yeah, it, it, you were pleasantly surprised I think then by the AMs because you ha- in you would always know that you would yeah. always know I'm listening to the most commercial thing that that person's going to do and then they're going to take me on this journey deep into in,
1: into their, mind, into their, their into, minds, into their minds, yeah, into, into their creativity and that, yeah, and 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 it. And it it goes far beyond a a, a, a 30 second chorus that basically took you there in the first place
0: yeah i think you know bands like queen i think bands like you know uh the clash the punk bands you know were very much like that you know if you listen to a lot of the punk stuff i was a big punk fan um they were the very commercial stuff that the front end that you would hear and then you would get back into them and you go ah there's a political element to this as well and there's a uh you know a social element to this and yeah
1: most most definitely yeah i mean we're bringing it forward um at the moment i mean i'm still sort of still still (laughs) still have some we're just checking if we're recording yeah Uh, yeah. (laughs) two two (laughs) um so 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 uh still sort of dip in in and out of um sort of Global, global music, etc. But at the moment, I'm yep. I'm really immersed in the the local scene. So, so trying to, partly because of the radio show, which I'm and, yeah we'll have a quick quick chat on I'm sure a little bit later yeah. Um, but uh, every week I've got to come up with a, a list of tracks to play with Phil Phil on the radio, uh, yep. and that means I've got to go out and do a little bit of research. Yes. <laughs> um, and I've been really, really not just pleasantly surprised, but uh, just blown away by the artists here in Hong Kong. So um so give you give you a couple of examples so today on the way over on the ferry i was listening to the brand new album from todd warner moore uh okay. so todd's a chap that lives over on llama um he's written i think it's now seven albums in seven years wow um he's, a, he's he doesn't perform that much he does perform but he does doesn't perform uh that that much so, so he's a little bit of a best-kept secret um but he's a just a beautiful tender singer-songwriter um, real sort of sort of stories of his world. Yeah, and it's just phenomenal. Uh, Paul Roth, an Australian young young man. Yes. Si- similar similar sort of similar sort of vibe. Uh, he's come off the back of um, playing in a couple of uh, indie bands. One of which, Ezy Morp. Uh, Unfortunately, it's broken up. But but until it did, was one of my favourite bands here in Hong Kong. Yeah, you got people like Murphy's Law that are that are just in the process of recording stuff at the moment absolutely yeah. absolutely amazing dancehall and reggae music which you would love yeah uh, yeah absolutely absolutely love and uh, the young bucks uh, i mean the list can go on and very on very talented yeah, band. yeah the young the list bucks. Can, this can go on and on and, and it's it yeah there's all sorts of genres here in hong kong at the moment which is which is so so wonderful from sleeves which are a in inverted commas a british indian yes, band yes. mr Koo who are a sort of surf punk uh, yes. band yeah yeah uh, so, so on and so forth it's just just amazing yeah baby. sirens we've got we've sirens. got all sorts haven't we yep, yep. yeah 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 favorite films uh, yeah this is a little bit easier in terms of uh, you know giving a specific as opposed to sort of more generic because yeah. godfather one and 2 are my yeah. two, yeah. two favorite films of all time and again it's impo- it's important in terms of this it's about things films that i would re-watch Yes. On a fairly regular basis just to just to get back and the, the characterizations, the storyline, just a, just amazing. That, yeah. That, that musical score again. Oh, 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 oh yeah. So yeah. hauntingly beautiful. Yes. Uh, yeah. So so that that was a relatively easy one. Uh, yes. The Lord of the Rings. Yes. Love, love um, those, those three yeah. and The Hobbit, etc. So I like I like that sword and sorcery piece, which we sort of mentioned a bit earlier. Yes
0: preferred drink do we have enough time
1: <laughs> <laughs> well i was listening to your podcast actually so i'm, I'm actually feeling like a bit of a broken record because um, because most most of your your um uh interviewees said uh, tea yes um and you, you you've got to speak to my wife about this but basically she will she'll say the uh, british people will, will uh, rule the world on tea yeah uh, or fix every problem on a cup of tea and that's 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 where i am i'm afraid so yeah um you know come come home from a big Night out, cup of tea and a biscuit. Um, if yep. normally there's no cake, unfortunately, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so a cup of tea and then a closely followed, um, not so much in Hong Kong because there aren't so many places you can get it, but a real ale, yeah, sadly, a real, yeah, ale yes, yeah, from a hand pull pump, Pulled, yeah, yeah, with uh, no gas. I was gonna say, yeah, no gas, yeah. Uh, slightly chilled because people always say it's warm, but it's not actually, it is slightly chilled, yeah, but, but it's. It's room temperature-ish, as opposed as opposed to cold. Yeah, um, sitting on a nice, nice sunny, sunny, uh, sunny evening. Drink, yeah, drinking in a beer garden in the UK—you've got me
0: imagining it straight away. <laughs> yeah. exactly. and the feeling of drinking that—that that real ale—it yeah. it is something we sadly miss. I think I wonder whether it translates well to this climate, perhaps.
1: Um, well, it, it pro- you know, probably doesn't, but they, mm. but there are a couple of places that you can. So a little, yeah. a little shout out here. So if you if you're in the Globe, for example, they have yes. one, they have one hand pull in there. Uh, normally supplied by Yardley's, um, so so there's at least yep. normally
0: one there. Do you have a life motto? <laughs> so there's two questions here that are quite similar. I, I would say, yeah. Best advice you were given, a life motto. They often blend into
1: each other. Well, the the, the best advice actually is quite easy to answer. Um, yeah. Life motto would we'll come back to, um, and that that was because I had, had the real fortune to work for a, um, a, a gentleman called Ian Dyke. Um, for many years back in the UK, uh, in, I worked in finance. And again, I know that's, that's, we'll come back to, he was a wonderful, wonderful manager, fantastic people manager. Um, you know, in, in, in life, there are always things that don't go, that, that go well, and there's always things that don't go so well. And uh, he would always sit, sit me down when, know, normally things went well. <laughs> so yeah. There's a nice positive piece, but things didn't go. He said, uh, okay, I see, I can, I can see Mark, you're worried. He says, don't be worried, be concerned, but don't worry. Worry, worry. He saw as as a very negative, yes. negative, negative trait. Yes, um, be concerned because there's something that you need to fix, and and so and on, so and on, so forth. Um, you know, it is something we, yeah. need, we need to work on. Yes, um, but there's no point worrying about it.
0: I like that. I like that because that turns down the frame of mind, doesn't it? From uh, something, you know, beyond worry is really panic. Yeah, um, but co- beyond concern is, is then a how to fix. Yes. Thing yeah, so yeah. it's getting you ahead in the right shape. I like that. Yeah, I've yeah. never heard it before.
1: Yeah, no, no, the, and and I've lived lived my life like that ever yeah, um, since. Well, I think I have. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's, it's, a, it's a, yeah, it makes a lot go. of sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. Life motto. I don't yeah, have no. one as such, um, but but a little bit around um, some some of some of the pieces that um, I think life life and experiences and adventures start with the word can. Yeah, yeah. The positive. The positive. Yeah. Um, too many people will will look at look at something. So you'll be presented with something, and you'll find the reasons not to do something first. Yes. I I like to these days and and have done for for, for many years. Start with can I? And yeah. Then, and then you get into the <laughs> yeah yes the <laughs> into logistics the logistics of it. But yes. if you Start with can. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah I can do that. Uh, a small yeah. example there is that. Uh, uh, we We foster um so we foster through through mother's choice we've had the pleasure over the last um two and a half three years of of um seven children through 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 our through our home
0: fantastic um,
1: which has been a been a wonderful experience, and people keep keep asking how do you do that and it says well yeah. because we can yes um uh, you know we're at a we're at a life life position where we we can put the time in uh we life a position where finances are not so so much of a concern they're always a concern, but they're not so much of a concern yeah. Um, and we've both got the passion and and experience and I suppose the heart to to be able to do it So yes, so, so, we, can. so we can and it is big heart isn't it? I'm
0: okay We're gonna veer off slightly here then so and you because you have told me about this before and I've never really had time to Talk to you properly about it When you foster who, who are
1: you fostering? Um, what age groups? Yeah, um so I suppose, I suppose it comes comes so, so taking it back a little bit um mm. so with we Weka and I second marriages um been together for just over ten years and Great. uh when we when we came together I, I had three children she's got two children. Did we want um uh, biological children together uh short answer was probably not with the Again, let, let's, be, let's be selfish with this, this answer, yep. the commitment for another 18 plus years at that, that yes, time um, absolutely. Would, would, have, yeah. would have resulted in us doing different things with our lives. Yeah, well that's a responsible um, outlook for sure. Yeah, so, so, so we, we basi- basically considered and, and come to conclusion that that wasn't where we w- wanted to be, um, but we wanted that experience of helping a child in some shape or form together. Um, and we saw an advert actually. Um, simple, simple, We've been thinking about it. Adop- yeah. Actually, adoption was one of the things we were thinking about. Um, but uh, the, then Mother's Choice put an advert out. I think it was on social media, um, or it might have been a radio interview, something of that nature. Yeah. But they were talking about bridge parenting. They were looking for people to um, to join a program called Bridge Project Bridge. And we just went around long for the um, for the. Uh, um, did a half day induction just to, just okay. to find out a little bit about it and the project bridge is a, is a is a is a lovely um, sort of step in because it basically allows allows you to step in as a foster parent but it also lets you step in as a relief parent okay so you you, you imagine you get a call tomorrow say we've got a young child. Um, they need support for the next three to six months. Uh, are you available? You would say, Well, yes, but I've booked a summer holiday. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So your answer is yes. Yes. Can. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I but the logis- make it happen. The yeah. logistics are there's a, prob- there's a problem in this, this two week period because we've already booked it. Yeah. yeah? Um, so what, what, they, what uh, Mother's Choice now have is basically relief parents that sit, sit alongside an, a main parent. Okay. Yep. so you can actually uh, you, you can be the lead lead parent on a foster program or you could be a relief parent on a foster program. Okay. So so right. we we've, we've, we've been lead on a couple, a couple of youngsters and then we've been relief parenting on others. Okay. Which is basically yeah. sort of like grandparenting
0: yeah yeah yes. It's, <laughs> that's a good description it is absolutely grandparenting isn't it it's where the grandparents would step in where they would step in yeah, yes yeah. yes yes Where so fathers and sons and daughters and whatever wanted to go on holiday and have some time to
1: themselves or whatever yeah yeah and, and, continuity and it doesn't it's not necessarily around um holidays etc because many many situations many, hospital many, whatever right. it could, yeah. be, could be lots of reasons why you just need, yeah. need that support when we had our first child, um, a beautiful little little girl, uh, was with us for the best part of three years. She she wow. was she was she was on the pro- process to be adopted, which was supposed to take three to six months. As I say it took roughly three years in the end. Wow. Um and we were actually the relief parent because basically we'd actually just joined the program um within a space of about or three weeks it's a good induction yeah, it was yeah but the, the main the main parent yeah. the main parent actually um again circumstances things happen yeah they they, they needed to step back from being the main parent and so we so we, we took over um uh, but we worked then with a lovely couple portuguese couple young couple no children at that stage themselves and um they they helped us on weekends because again um you know, certain weekends, you... You've got a life to live and yeah, things yeah. to do, yeah. yeah so they, yeah. Would, they would step in and help us out. So Yeah. So so again, it, it, going back to that <laughs> life motto, if it is such a one, yeah. um, p- people will say, well, what? how can you do it? Well, the answer is because we can. And secondly, yes. because we then, we then worked a, a, with Mother's Choice and some friends and so on and so forth. We, you worked the logistics out to make it happen. Yes, yeah. Um, to, an- to answer the question, okay. uh, in terms of ages, newborn through to... Yeah through to whatever yeah yeah and that largely Hong Kong children that they're, they're all they're all children born here in Hong Kong obviously yeah um, uh, they they're of different parentage yes. uh, heritage. Um, yeah heritage um, yeah local Chinese through to uh, mixed-race etc etc yeah yeah
0: yeah what
1: yeah. a great thing to do well done Thank you that's
0: very interesting
1: yeah well, uh, people say that and then and obviously appreciate the comment the 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 actual response to that from myself and we yeah. is, is we get more out of it yeah yeah <laughs> well
0: I, I can imagine me in that position i would feel i'd get more out of yeah, it yeah. Yeah, yeah you get this yeah. is such an experience and,
1: and yes. again ap- apologies for, for a very personal reflection on this but uh when i stepped into weaker's life she had she has had two young young boys um and of course you know you're stepping in as a, in a very common stepfather. Yeah. Um to uh, with all the challenges that brings on both sides yeah. um, and actually the first child we had um, who we as I said she was with us for nearly three years um, the it was, it was heartbreaking for all of us when she left us um, but actually yeah. on yeah. reflection the oldest son uh, Rudy he um, he turned around and said uh, he was asked what do you think about the experience and he said well it's, it's been really good because it's brought us together as a family
0: yeah yeah, 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 It's given it's given them that family feeling. Yeah, yeah. and and so it, what's the oldest um,
1: fostering you've done? What age age group? Well, th- well, the oldest the oldest would have been the, the little girl when she left us at three. Three, right? Okay. every other yeah, one so has, it's all in that age. Group. They've all been babies yeah. straight straight from hospital. Yeah. Now the okay. the Mother's Choice program um, they generally support young mothers. Um, Going through that early stage, so so they generally support up to the age of six. Okay, um, of other other agencies, including the Social Services Director, obviously looking for foster parents yeah. um, at all ages. Yeah. Um, so, so uh, if it's something you're interested in, then you can you can you can reach out to a number of different agencies. Mother's Choice is just one of right one of those. Yeah. Okay,
0: all right. Um, so okay. we'll we'll put that um, web link
1: on the podcast actually. Mother's yes, choice yes yeah. so they, they regularly run um sort of induction days uh to talk through it through it all um yeah as i say called project bridge
0: okay all right so all of that went came out of life motto <laughs> 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 and yeah. so here we are <laughs> circling back to question six all enough, right <laughs> uh one hour later anyway so
1: favorite hong kong walk these are such general answers i'm afraid gary Um, fair enough but um but let's let's be honest hong kong if you talk to people outside of hong kong i've talked to my friends back in the uk oh yeah um their their image of hong kong is of a of a city metropolis and 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 that's it i'm always telling people this yeah yeah yeah. And, and, and and i mean i'm sitting here sitting here at the moment in this bookstore looking at a map called lantau island and the neighboring Neighboring islands, which yep. is basically an ordnance survey, survey map, um, and you you open that up, and yeah, it just it's just the world's your oyster. Yes, just, ab- just absolutely. Um, yeah. So the so the answer to this is, we, uh, weker and I, um, we we love hiking, um, and yeah. we've been fortunate enough over the over the last well, all the time I've been in Hong Kong, but the last ten years, to pretty pretty much have hiked everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, include, including actually on her birthday a couple of years back, we did the four trails in uh, 10 days. Right. So, we did rough, roughly, roughly 30 odd K a day uh, yeah. for, for, t- for 10 days. Um, that's good going. And uh, yeah. it it it, <laughs> it was down below. our own trumpet because we were working in the afternoons. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We so were doing the walk in the walk walk in the morning, and then head, heading into work in the afternoons. Yeah. Um, so so yeah. So that's was, the McElhose and the Wilsons trails. Lantau Trail. Lantau uh, Trail. Uh, yeah, yeah yeah So we, we, uh, so that that so we're fortunate to do all of those. Now though those aren't our, my favourite trails. In fairness, although Wilson Trail, particularly up um, uh, beyond. Um, New Territories. New Territories. Yeah. is is stunning. Um, yes. Uh, my daily walk is a, is a little walk off the back of where we live, which is called Brick Hill. Right. Um, and it's just, it's, it's classic of what we've got available in Hong Kong. Yeah. I, I, I get onto land, I walk walk three minutes down the road, and I'm in Country Park. Yeah. In uh,
0: yeah.
1: When I used to live in Discovery Bay, we talked about this this Yes. I walk out of the flats walk five minutes and you're in you're in we are blessed. pristine countryside yes uh here here in muo yeah
0: <laughs> up there and you're onto the olympic trail and then the whole yeah yeah just how is your oyster
1: just 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 amazing and so yeah so i, I don't have a favorite walk I'm yeah honest. brick hill is my daily walk yeah um it's become a bit of an instagram um Place <laughs> and so basically the weekends we tend to go somewhere else because there's basically just hordes of people yeah, taking photos. But yeah, uh it's hiding from them. Well, but I'm pleased that people are, are doing it. I For mean, sure. If you, again, if you go back in back twenty odd years in Hong Kong, then myself and my friends were one of the few people out. Yeah, yeah, them. yeah. Um, now COVID's had a lot lot of impact on.
0: Yeah, the, the environment, a major
1: impact. But but a very positive one in terms of getting yep. people out and about. Yeah. There's some negative around that but but the but the positive yeah. is people are out out enjoying the countryside yeah. and appreciating what we've got
0: yeah yeah absolutely yeah i think that's a big positive in hong kong yeah. that the, the hong kongers themselves have ventured out and that you know they can't get on the plane anymore so they've got on a boat and they've started walking and, yes um, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah
1: and all other activities from yeah you know paddle boarding to sailing to yeah to,
0: just, just camping just, we, yeah we've had a lot of camping yeah, and
1: stuff yeah most definitely yeah
0: okay all right uh favorite hong kong restaurant i bet there's a few of those <laughs> well we were actually
1: t- talking about this earlier so yeah. so i'm going to going to go back in time and actually re-mention the, the re- restaurant we were talking about yes. because uh for for many many years uh, my favorite restaurant was here in, in unfortunately it's closed now yeah um, and that was a Bachi restaurant just down the road which was a Turkish restaurant. Yes, um, and uh, had the pleasure, for example, of uh, playing a Christmas gig there. So eating turkey in the Turkish whilst playing Irish music. So there we go. That was, that was <laughs> some cult, cultural cultural <laughs> in issues. the middle of the South Atlantic. In the middle sea. of the South sea. <laughs> The South. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, South China Sea.
1: And you had um, Sirtuk who was the, the, the man, yeah. Surtuk, uh, Just a wonderful guy. Uh, yes, um, I, 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 we I, miss him. I think. I think a good host makes a venue yeah yeah he was um, a classic example wasn't he absolutely so welcoming it always it always it, it it know you know you from adam and it was just 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 yeah. amazing there's, there's another another place um isn't my favorite restaurant but i love i love the vibe when i go in there yeah because i'm, I'm walking across from from the kennedy town um uh, mtr and the, the, the guy there basically sees me walking across, and he puts a pint of IPA on the bar before uh-huh. I even arrived. Yeah. Um, so so. Uh, it was, yeah. So, so, that's a bit, bit previous, really, isn't it? Come on, <laughs> come on, I might want something else today. But no, Have a gin and tonic, <laughs> please. It's, but he's sitting there waiting for me. And I, I like I like yeah. I, I like that sort of that sort of environment. Um, yeah. My favourite at the moment, I'm going to have a plug on this, is my wife's kitchen. Rustic kitchen. Nice. There you go. Okay. <laughs> Private dining experiences. Right. She's a fabulous, fabulous uh, cook. Um, cooks Indonesian cuisine of different different varieties from different regions okay. of Indonesia. So, yeah.
0: Finish this sentence. I live in Hong Kong
1: because. <laughs> um, where else can an old man like, like me do so many <laughs> things so easily? That's very true, actually, isn't it? Uh, it, it's such a such an empowering empowering place um you know yes there, there's i don't think we i certainly don't feel my age here no um no, my my kids would probably <laughs> agree with that one. <laughs> agree with that one <laughs> <laughs> and actually cover kind of cover their eyes and put the fingers it in their ears <laughs> but uh no I, it, it's it's an empowering place you, you you can you can have an idea uh, and, and within reason, you can you can you can get it to work. Yes. Your favorite area of Hong Kong? Easy. Yep. My roof. Okay. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My roof. It's my little little sanctuary. It's yeah. Uh, you know, it's uh. Whilst, whilst I supposed to talk about the uh, this creativity and the 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 environment to to be able to do things in Hong Kong. It's just lovely to be able to get away and yeah. Sit in the roof and relax and just contemplate yeah. life. Look at Apple Chow. Look, at, look at the high chao, rise. Look at Upper <laughs> Chow, and look
0: at the spot where the Jumbo used to be. I was going to say that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. But I hear they're doing up the um, the other one. Taipei uh, is it? Thai pack Well, I really. Th- yeah. So.
1: So obviously there was there was a sending in the press recently on that, and and that that's good to hear. Um, yeah. It's unfortunate though, and and uh, that they've let it rot for so long. But okay, so that's the ten questions. Mm. We're going to go back
0: now to what did you do in the uk back in the day <laughs> before you came to hong kong before you were in that school disco with a warm <laughs> heineken warm, and a, and it was warm yes, And a I'm square sure. cheese rivita biscuit <laughs> you've you've got it pictured perfectly yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah <laughs> uh yeah I, I mean very very simple i suppose just yep. just lived a fairly fairly a uh, really really enjoyable fairly normal life i mean basically yep. um I was raised predominantly in a place called Reading, okay. uh, just outside yep. of London. Um, I was actually born uh, just down the road in Windsor. Um, uh, my, da- my dad was in the forces, so we actually travelled around a fair amount. My dad's, okay. my dad's uh, from a place, place just outside Scunthorpe, uh, which is hence hence why they've moved back towards Lincoln. Right. Uh, mother's from Ireland. Um, so, uh, basically, we travelled around a, f- a fair, fair amount early, early days, but most of my childhood was growing up in Reading.
0: OK, so two questions about your parents. Um, mm.
1: Your father was in the forces. Mm. What, what, what was he in the forces? Which, which forces was he in? Uh, he was in the uh, lifeguard, so so the, the cavalry. Okay. The cavalry, But, I mean, he, he wasn't in there for that, that long, but we had, we had basically five or six years of uh, travelling around in the early, uh, when I was very young. Yeah. Um and then uh so then basically settled down as I say, say in reading.
0: Mum um Irish and so is that where you get your musical and celtic uh heritage yeah, from Yeah, yeah,
1: it, it is. It is. Um I mean the the, the interesting thing actually in terms of the folk music in a in a broad sense and and celtic music in particular is it is it wasn't really my genre of music during during my formative years. It wouldn't be. No. Because you know the it was my grand would sing songs, and my mum would sing songs, and and you'd pick up the ditties, but you wouldn't. I wouldn't then go out and try and buy a reg record no. of those artists. No. Um, well, you'd uh, be stoned at school probably exactly, if you did. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you like what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. aside from the occasional sort of sort of watching an Ireland rugby or London Irish uh, rugby game and, <laughs> and sing, singing a few songs there, then then it really it, it, it was there in the background as opposed yes. as opposed to music I yes. listened to uh, as 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 in, in a listening pleasure yes, type of environment. Yes. Um, but as I've got older, I've just I just love the storytelling side, yeah. side side of folk music. Okay. So the answer is yes. That's where it came from. Yeah. The, the the longer answer is it it's 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 sort of gradually surfaced over the years. Yeah. Uh, gotcha. As opposed to something that uh, has always been there. Yeah. Um. You know, yeah. With the exception of something like the Pogues. <laughs> oh, oh, well, it was cool to love the folks and it still is. Still is. Paul, definitely... uh,
0: and and to marvel at Shane McGowan still being alive and a kicking. Yeah, well, you gotta love that guy, have not you? What an amazing. What's character. he made of? <laughs> <laughs> the same material as Keith Richards, in fact. <laughs> All right, so there you are. You're in Reading. You have an early mm. career in in finance, I guess. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah.
1: I mean that that was that was really simple because yeah, basically I, I finished I finished. Um, uh, Secondary school, so A levels. Yeah, and um, had a place at uh, university, um, sort of booked. Um, but as as a typical typical teenager, I thought I knew better. You uh, always do. And my, yeah. my parents uh, went off on a on a on, on a holiday that they'd planned, which yeah. uh, which I wasn't invited to. I don't think that's pretty, you know, entirely true, but I mean, it's <laughs> a cool, it's a cool way to say it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, And basically, they came back to a note on the table said, "I've um, gone gone uh, grape picking." <laughs> gotcha, wow. So, um, so we didn't end up going to university. Good um, on you. So when So, when I came back from uh great, great picking for a while, they basically said, Well, okay, what are you going to do with your life now? I says, Well, well I don't know really, yeah. And, a, and a, a family friend up the road worked in banking, Midland Bank. Do you remember them? Yes, I was a member uh, of Midland Bank before they Midland were Bank. HSBC. That's yeah. right, yeah. Uh, he uh, he worked at banking, he sat me down and had a little chat, and said, Well, you're you, you pick grapes. For yes. Grapes. You Can you get, count grapes? you To finance, and so uh, yes. So uh, that's where I ended up. I didn't end up middle bank. I actually ended up with Commercial Union, um, yes, who was a ins- big insurance company. They had what's called an A level trainee program, but it, but it was a good grounding. They um, they then sent me to my first overseas posting, and I got posted to the Isle of Wight. All right.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How exotic <laughs> those was. days. It was, amazing. it was. Yeah. yeah, yeah, little island off yeah. the south of England. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, so, okay. So,
1: so that, was, that was my first role, uh, a real, real role after, after a training programme. I was an inspector of accounts on the Isle of Wight. Still tripping back to, to cool. Reading uh, on a regular basis because I actually did play a little bit of music back then, uh, very badly. Uh, I was in a punk band
0: called the Leaping Geckos. Well, that was a criteria to play music badly to be in a punk band, wasn't it? Really. Absolutely. So yeah, you fitted that criteria yeah, beautifully. Absolutely. Excellent. What were they
1: called again? Leaping Gecko. Leaping Gecko. Uh, That's that, quite cool. And that came from a um, from a um, David Attenborough program. So I, w- I was very fortunate because basically uh, uh, career career choices. Uh, I never had to make really they just they just flowed um, yeah No, in some ways that was that was unfortunate because I never made a positive choice on anything it was basically yeah. just things just happened you went along um, with it just, just went along with those yeah. um, and uh, I was fortunate in that the, the career eventually it took me to a company that um, had operations overseas a financial company had operations overseas the main one being in Hong Kong and actually a, actually a couple of years earlier. They decided that they were gonna close down all the operations outside of Europe. Um, and at the eleventh hour the the, the the boss of the UK UK side stepped in and said, We wanna keep Hong Kong going because of X, XYZ. Yeah. And I was offered that opportunity to, to um to, to come out to Hong Kong. Okay. Um, um, so was what 90, year was that? Yeah. 97. It was actually 96. Um, okay. But, but um, moved, year moved The year before the handover. The year before the handover. Yeah. Um, and at that time, we were working predominantly with the British civil servants that were over here, the forces, the police, etc. Uh, with effectively re- repatriation advice for, yeah. them, for them going back to the UK. Ah, okay. Yeah. so um, So I got sent over... At that time, with a, a two-year contract, but really six months to consider whether or not we kept, kept the place open or not. Right, okay, yes. Um, and uh, so it was given six months to consider that, and six years later, we closed it. We lived at that time in Discovery Bay, um, and come over with a nine-year-old uh, down to a uh, two-year-old. Right. And So three three children. Yes. And um, we, we had them in Discovery Bay International School. It was a wonderful school. Um, you know there are certain life moments that you need to make decisions around one of those being schooling yeah uh, different points we'd already made a decision uh, by the time the company that that, as I mentioned it closed down we'd already made a decision that we're going to keep the kids in secondary school here and then took about nine months um, running kids around the mountains of Hong Kong Oh, so I ended up working uh, with, with Dragonfly Okay, I don't, actually. So Treasure Island, as was. Oh, okay. They used used to use a company called Dragonfly for experiential learning courses for for children. Absolutely loved it. Basically, it took about nine months doing that. And then basically the... um, the wife basically said, you need, need to get back to work, so we need to pay some bills. A proper job. A proper job. <laughs> so I uh, ended, back, ended, ended back in finance. Yes. And yeah. through a couple of iterations, that's where I was up until three years ago.
0: Yeah, okay. I guess at some point in time you
1: felt, okay, I want to change my
0: life again. Did you?
1: Yeah. Um, I suppose I'd wanted to change change things a couple of years earlier than that, but um, yeah. the business I was, I was in was bought by a UK institution. Um and that UK institution needed needed my licenses and needed me to be locked in for a couple of years okay um, right. so I was actually locked in for ended up being nearly four, four or five years because there was a couple of iterations um, and that was fine it, it, yeah it, 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 it all served purposes on both sides yes um, but I'd already reached the point where I'd, I wanted to be outside of outside of uh, a, a corporate environment um, yeah uh, and I suppose going back to one of your questions earlier about some sort of advice um, received well what one of the piece of advice I I was given to clients was was about understanding where they wanted to be really picturing where they wanted to be what and yeah how, how, what do the flowers smell like does the coffee what does what coffee have you got on the table yeah where is that coffee is it sitting here or is it sitting there um, really yeah. think about where it is you want to want, want to be and, and the life you want to live. Um, and then, let's do a little bit of bit of brainstorming around that as to how much that lifestyle costs you. Yes. Yes. Because once you're there. Yeah. Then that's you're on the road to making
0: the, that happen, aren't you? Yes. You've built your dream. Your yeah. goal is. Yeah. Something that you, you then want to achieve.
1: That's right. Once you've got a really clear picture in your mind, and mm. you can re- you can really experience it. it, it, it it's. Yeah. Sportsmen do it all the time. They they envisage yeah. they envisage the win yes um, yes they, they 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 work out that first corner they, they work, they yeah, yeah. It, they've got it all in their head and it's yeah. the same same sort of thing too many people just drift through life yes and they keep saying well i'm earning for the future i say okay what's the future look like yeah well i'm going to retire okay but what does that what does it mean yeah
0: yeah yeah are so, you going to retire with money or old age or yeah, what? Yeah, yeah
1: yeah so 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 the advice that i took for myself was how much is enough yes um, No. Reality is, I probably got that slightly wrong. I probably need a little bit more, but, but. I think we all have actually. Mark, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But the, yeah, but, but uh, it, having enough to be able to step back and actually do things that you really want to yes, do, yes, um, still
0: to be able to make choices, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And, and that, that's where I'd got to, and that's what happened roughly three yeah. three roughly three years ago, yeah. Like a lot of people, I, I then started. I really wrote down a long list of things I wanted to do and wanted to achieve. Yeah, so a to-do list there, uh, or whatever you want to want to call it. Um, and um, number one on that list was to travel. Yes, because. Yeah, you know, I I love love world experiences and so so yeah. so, so forth. Yeah, um, but of course, uh, <laughs> uh, w- when did I do this? Yes, during start, sure. Started COVID. Yeah, <laughs> so yes, yeah, yeah. It was actually just before. It was during during the um, during the uh, protests. Um, actually, I made yeah, the, made so made the, the step. Twenty nineteen now, yeah. aren't we? And yeah. um, at that point, I'd actually we actually had a, a foster child with us. Yeah. So so we we knew we couldn't do too much in the in the short term in terms of that. And then of course COVID started, so uh, so 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 that number one element sort of disappeared, yeah evaporated disappeared in the, rapidly. Yeah, yeah. But then uh, then if I because I've still got the list. Um, if I if I if I look at the number two, three, four, five, I've not done anything.
0: Okay, that's interesting. I've Not done anything.
1: Right. Um, right. And consciously or no, subconsciously? No, 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 no. Yeah. It, 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 it's it, other things. With this can attitude, yes, have come along and they've they've been a little bit more exciting to me, yeah. Than than whatever. So let, let let's talk about music because yeah. number two was because I do play music. Um, I'm, I'm in a couple of bands. I was actually in uh, the Eight Five Two, which is a big soul band. and yeah. We just started the uh, the Naginijets, which uh, so that's five years old now, uh, which is the Celtic band black velvet wasn't on the horizon and there was yeah. still another another band floating around called the vibe ah or the vibes should i Ooh. say not, not the vibe <laughs> vibes um yeah. a friend of mine that lives lives here in Rose still 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 here he was the singer in the band ah okay uh, and we okay. were the, we were the hardest working band in discovery bay that was our little motto <laughs> excellent um, and these the are both. all folk based no, bands. no not, at all, not not at all. Okay. no 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 so the vibe vibe was basically a party band so uh it was basically a four piece guitar five-piece with a, with a lady singer but f- four-piece core, core band yeah guitar band classic pl- playing yeah. Katy Perry oh, right. so not classic <laughs> I wouldn't absolutely have, not bloody on that one no okay. exactly right. well I'll t- tell you what happened actually I um, hope
0: the woman was Katy Perry, Perry was she <laughs> no she wasn't we
1: had a couple of lead singers uh, who we were all very fortunate to have because we were all four old yeah. geezers <laughs> fronting um, up front front with a Normally a rather attractive young yeah, lady at the front who could sing her heart out, so uh, that, that was always really good. Weird. But I tell you, I tell you, we, we started out originally as as a standard cover band, you know, playing yeah. playing um, Summer '69, all that that sort of stuff. Yeah. And uh, the, the the sort of the sort of the moment was actually having a. I used to do the finance section on Phil's show. Okay. Morning Brew. Right. Okay. Um, and I would, so I I. The company I was with did, and uh, I yeah. was one of their spokespeople, so I'd go in and, and talk about finance yes, with I Phil, the Phil in the morning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, And basically one, one day he, he said, oh, what are you doing at the weekend? And I said, oh, by the way, we're playing at uh, the Australian International um, uh, School Fair. Right. And he said, oh, you're, 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 we're going to be broadcasting from there. I says, said, oh, that'd be great. It'd be great if you could broadcast one of our sciences. He says, but he says, but you're not going to be singing I'm an old geezer, are you? <laughs> and I sat there and said, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, so at that, at that point, that was, know, an epiphany, though, was, was an epiphany. It was an epiphany moment, and at uh, roughly <laughs> the same time, there was there was a there was a little post on Facebook talking about cover band bingo. Right. Okay. And it basically had a bingo card, and it, and it and <laughs> and cover and band bingo, bingo and on and on the card basically had uh, you are definitely a cover band if you play more than ten of these songs. And it was a card, and it had basically "Sweet Child of Mine." Uh, Your set list. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> uh, basically, love it. So, love it, so love from it. that point onwards, um, yeah. we're we, sort of 2019 still, uh, 2020. You would would have been around that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. From that okay. that point onwards, I start I start from a musical point of view. I started to get the bands that I wanted to be in needed to have an impact, they needed yes. to be fun, because yes. let's be let's be honest, cover band cover bands are brilliant. They're great, great fun. Yeah. Um, you know, you go into the launch and somebody's playing uh, Sweet Child of Mine yes. well, everybody sings a lot. It's yeah, great. yeah. It is, it is a great experience. Yeah, I'm not what knocking Amazonia it. Do well, yeah, what I'm thinking. not knocking it, but it but yeah. it's but it's something that all the dad bands do yeah. in Hong Kong. Yeah. yeah. So a place for that for, it. for that that point I started to actually say, well okay, I wanna be in bands that that we at that point were cover bands um, but I wanted to have a very specific position. So the vibe, Vibes became a, a cover band for party songs that the ladies ladies enjoyed.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. nice, nice yeah. idea. So, so yes. that, that,
1: that was that. was that. So, yeah. so it wasn't dad rock, it was mum rock. Mum rock, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that, that yeah. was that. And
0: they're usually the ones that are prepared to dance and have... Fun, aren't oh, they? Fun. Whereas the dads are a little bit more Just standing at the bar. <laughs> I don't want to look, yeah, exactly. I don't <laughs> look like an idiot.
1: So that was, that yes. was, that was gotcha, gotcha. That was, that was the vibes. Yeah. Uh, the other band, uh, which uh, potentially is going to be resurrected, unfortunately through COVID, we lost a few members. Uh, it was a band called the Eight Five Two, which started out as a band called Black Cat Blues, and then basically yeah. through a bit of iterations, ended up as called the Eight Five Two. And that was a that was a soul band. That was a northern soul band. Nice. Okay. So, so like we, that. We, we played. Um, as you know Northern Soul as a genre is sort of second division Motown second division yes. stacks, stacks, stacks artists yeah. but, 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 but music that is, yeah. that is great great fun yeah. particularly with the big horn section um, and uh, we, we, we we had Great opportunity to play a couple of really, really fantastic bands with the 852. So the 852 was was, was a soul band, and the Nagan came into that that mix as well because obviously yeah. it's a Celtic band. Yes. Uh, at that point, it was a broad Celtic because we also had a, um, a Scotsman on the fiddle, um, so so we, we had Scottish tunes and we had, we had Irish tunes. So that that's what that's at. so so going back again, as I was retiring, those things were all still. Ticking along. Yes. And yes. on my list, number one, number one was to be a better musician because you yeah, know, I, I'm, I'm a jobbing musician. I, okay. I, I, yeah. I, I play bass rather poorly. I play guitar even worse. Yeah. Um, I play other little instruments even worse than that. Um, and um, you know, number one was actually step up and actually be a good musician. Yes. Uh, yeah And and my band bandmates will attest to this today. I don't even practice in between. Right. Between gigs. And then, <laughs> yeah. like, music for me is about the experience as opposed to the playing. Nowadays. Yeah. I mean, I enjoy the playing, but I enjoy I the experience that. of playing. Yes, I get that. Yeah. Not, not totally the technicality of playing. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. The reality is that the scene's growing. Yeah. Um, there's always been some good original artists in Hong Kong. There, there always have been. Yeah, yeah. Um, David yeah. Barry knows whose final gig was last weekend. Yes. I've been around for a long time. There was a band called League of Gentlemen came up with a brilliant album about uh, seven eight maybe maybe longer longer ago than that uh, Shumkin mansions uh, were, were around uh, pre covid yeah. I'm talking pre covid here so there were always were some good original artists in Hong Kong yeah yeah but basically the last couple of years um, uh, my interest in the local scene has grown because the local scene's grown yeah yeah um, you know when when I, when I started uh, my retirement so to speak, I planned to go travelling because I couldn't yeah. go travelling. I started to look look at what was going on locally. Friends were starting to write some interesting music themselves. People were, were releasing things on a far more regular basis. Spotify and so and on, so on and so forth, and you just got this sense that there was a growing originality uh, in, in in the in the city that that yes. had been there but not to the same extent. The nice thing about being in a world city um, with a yeah. with a diverse population base that comes from many many um, walks of life firstly but secondly uh, cultures the, the the positive thing actually is we've, we've pretty much every genre you can think of is being covered at some or is being created today somewhere in Hong Kong yes uh, yes you know the, the I had the pleasure of or have the pleasure of running a thing called What the Folk which is um, which is basically a world yes. music uh, forum um, where we put on shows and I've had the pleasure of uh, Nepalese artists I've had the pleasure of um, uh, Mexican, um, Canadian, um, French, uh, Ukrainian. Yes. Uh, uh, s- and and they they they're not just recreating sounds of sounds of the past, i.e., folk music. Yeah. They're using those those traditions to bring some new tunes, new tunes and new ideas okay. to the table as well. Good to so, hear. so so going back a little bit if I may um, yeah, sure. the, the 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 sort of starting point is is, is I I, I'm absolutely passionate about about the originality that's grown in Hong Kong. Um yeah. Not not me and Nangan Egypt's and Black Velvet but just just the environment. And I would be regardless of what I was doing myself. So we have got two hats. I'm a musician um creating some music and I'm also I'm also passionate about the music scene. Yes. Um so I always have to disc take those two hats whenever I'm talking to venues. It's yeah. it's, it's quite it's quite interesting. So I'm talking about I want to put on shows. What for your band? Well well yes. Yeah. But at the same time for these people, because these yeah, people yeah, it's like, is it personal or is it business, or <laughs> yeah. yeah, is there an
0: agenda here or is it an agenda? Right, that's right, that's right. So no, it, it's just
1: yeah, yeah. So uh, okay, um, and uh, the the local scene uh, really does need a, a, a massive push, and we, and one of the things that we're trying, to, we I am I am trying to think through with people, is is how do we get Hong Kong. Original artists outside of the Canto Pop area, which is massive and brilliant, but has got a market. Yes, and it's got an infrastructure to support it, and it's got agencies, and it's got it's got venues, and it's got it's got foothold into Guangzhou, and it's got foothold into into Beijing, it's got foothold into Taiwan, and it's big. Yeah, how do we how do we take a band such as Murphy's Law, who are who are a, a fantastic group of musicians, playing. Brilliant original music, yeah, um, with a huge amount of passion, with a frontman who's incredibly charismatic. How do you, how do you take that, which is if it sat back in the UK or France, because they're the French French. Um, yeah, um, uh, it's a French band, French group, yeah. group of artists. How, if it sat back back there, it would have a it would have a following of ten times what it's got in Hong Kong. Yes, yeah. So how how do, how do we. Get
0: that that organicness into the more professional. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So, what's y- the young, platform to do it on? Young yeah. Bucks, Young Bucks, Cana- yes. Canadian group, absolutely brilliant, enormously talented, rookie album. Yeah, brilliant. Favorite album of last actually two years ago now, but um, but yeah. favorite album of two years ago. Great live, as great well. great live. Uh, the song "Rookies," uh, written by uh, Rob Anderson, sung by Rob Anderson, is just heartbreakingly beautiful. Mm. Um, company store, which is a which is a, a cover, but a but an original version of that cover.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. Is it, those two songs are just just amazing. Um. How do you get that out into the out into yeah. this, out into the scene? Yes. Um, because yes. The, uh, do they want it? Is actually another question. In fact. Yeah. But, but uh, I mean, there are there are some organisations out there. So the underground, crisp Crispy's underground. Is, yes is, 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 She is does a awesome. good great job. She does a really really good job predominantly yeah. for the indie scene yeah um, but uh, but she does a really good job generally for the music industry um, yeah both in terms of promotion and uh, sort of sort of facilitating events and so on and so forth which is great yeah there is a musicians union the musicians union actually is predominantly around the uh, health and welfare yeah uh, of the of the job in musicians um, which which is which is particularly the last three years has been really really important yeah um, so all of those bands that. all those bands that uh, we all have such great times with at the various, various bars and clubs around Hong Kong that suddenly just couldn't be working yeah so, so they did they did a fantastic job on that over the last last two three years yeah um, but but in terms of the taking an artist and I'm not talking about management I'm not talking about promotional a- agencies but but trying to raise awareness for, for that artist as I said yeah. Todd Warner just released a brand new album. Does anybody know about it?
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And how would they know about it type how of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We've got a lot of good resources here. we got got Paul and the Sunrise Studios as well. And, yeah. Um, you know, a, a good connection. We're small enough and tangible enough, Hong Kong, to get these things together. But it's making sure that the roots are set at the right level, that things yeah. have got something which we can build those things on yeah
1: absolutely yeah. absolutely so i mean clock and flap did a great job of promoting local artists because they, they put on a, a, a good number of, of guys on, the, on that stage that's a global event yeah again if you look at, if you look at uh, nme you know they yeah. have the, the our bible of the uh, day it was the
0: bible day, yeah still you yeah, yeah. love it yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. the
1: nme covered covered clock new and musical flap. express yep, yeah and uh so there were there were some nice little photos but Murf- they, yeah, really? Murphy's law. Murphy's law ended up with because uh, he's very photogenic, um, yeah, uh, so yeah. Murphy's law ended up with uh, a couple of photos in, in in there and stuff. So that that's 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 yeah great. That's so internationalism. Platt, yeah. yeah. So clock and Platt, Thank you guys for your support. Yeah. Um, of, of local artists. Uh, yeah. seven, sevens last year. Um, they they had the focus on local artists.
0: Okay, so we've got a couple of minutes left, and and then we're going to wind up, Mark. Um, what thoughts do you want to? leave with us who who is mark
1: rawson today mark rawson today re- really is um an individual that's interested in ideas uh to listen to 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 bash around over a coffee and, open and mind and open minded and, and, and happy to help and assist in any way you possibly can and, and really is buy me yeah, and a coffee. The and I'm, I'm, I'm happy, yeah. happy to have a chat. Yeah. Um, I think the wonderful thing about Hong Kong is, is, is exactly what we said about earlier. It's a very creative place. It's a very very empowering place. Very inspiring. Um, and and part of that comes from it's a smallish community, um, but of but of like minded individuals. Sometimes all it needs is basically a chat to say, ah, oh, you should talk to X Y Z. Yes. Um, and and. If that's if that's of any help to anybody, then I'm more than happy to do so. So, yeah. so you can reach out to myself. I, I am on Facebook, uh, Mark Rawson, but uh, I, I run I think, a thing called What the Folk Hong Kong, yes. um, and uh, that, that 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 can be picked up on Facebook relatively easy. What the Folk Hong Kong.
0: Okay. All right. Well, I think we've run. A good course there, and it just remains (laughs) for me to say, Mark Rawson, thank you very much for coming to Vibe today.
1: Thank you very much. I've loved this opportunity. So thank you, Gary.
0: You can listen to all our Vibrations podcasts published on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Amazon Music, TuneIn and Alexa, Stitcher, Listen Notes, Player FM, SoundCloud, and a few others. Or you can watch on our YouTube channel under Live at VibeHK. Or follow the links from our website at VibeHK.com. The opening and closing music comes from Celestial and is called Green Island Dub and is on the retrospect final album, On Sale at Vibe. Finally, a reminder that Vibe is open seven days a week, every day of the year, from 12 noon until approximately 6.30pm. Well, that's it for another week. Thanks for listening to the 45th Fire Book and Music Shop podcast called Vibrations. I'm Gary Brightman. You get my vibe? Can you imagine what this old island must have looked like to those Dutch sailors when they first saw it?
1: Fresh green. Like a dream of a new world. They must have held their breath afraid it would disappear before they could touch it.